0: And Coming to you live on tape on this Thursday, the 1st of September 2022, where the time is now. It is full-on draft mode across the United States, across the football fan landscape, if you will. Gamblers abound trying to score their winning squads, dynasty leagues, keeper leagues, everything you know take place right now how many do you have under your belt right now Chris uh, three you got three done so far I think I got three yeah. as well and we had yeah. our draft our draft the league that I run last night where it was quite successful we did 2019 rounds in what two hours two about yeah, two hours. Yeah, yeah, which I thought was pretty successful. IDP, so we have both the offensive and the defensive side of the ball factoring into our point scoring system. Uh, The other two that I did were, you know, kind of the same. Uh, One league also had tight ends rolled into wide receivers, same as our league. And then the third league that I did actually had the tight end positions on their own. Um, that that league actually had defensive teams instead of individual defensive players, so through your three drafts so far there sir chris, how are you feeling about your squads uh i'm i'm pretty heavy on early quarterbacks i'm pretty heavy on uh uh early round wide receivers, and i think it's I'm 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 like going the hero RB approach this year where I I got one solidified running back and then I'm doing my best to just fill in the RB two role with uh, potential right the uh, uh, like we were like you saw last night a Ramondre Stevenson AJ Dillon uh, yeah, that, uh, Kareem that's that Stevenson pick week. I'm sorry yeah that was uh, I w- I thought that was a little early for him. Now, Harris, Harris went two picks later. I know. I mean, you went him over Harris. Again, going back to the running back episode, I, it's tough with those two just because they split everything now and the offense is a little questionable. So I thought that was aggressive on your part. But this coming from the same guy that drafted Damian Pierce, uh, you know, <laughs> whatever, probably four rounds higher than he should have went. Um, so, I, you know, I, I say that, you know, not too harshly. But, um, yeah, so you went. Uh, the hero RB at least for the uh, what for the one who was your first running back? In yeah, that? like my like my wide receivers. I I mean it, it. Speaking about your draft, I have you know my running backs are Stevenson, Dylan, Darrell Henderson, and Zamir White. I got to fill one of those into the RB two role. But my wide receivers, I have what could possibly be Tyree Kill as a WR one. Deontay Johnson as a WR one. St. Brown as a wr one, Alan Lazard is a wr one, Iu could be a wr one depending on you know what they do with Debo. So yeah, I wanted you know, Iu when you reached out for him. Uh, not that I'm gassing on him, but you know I still have a little bit of faith in his rookie year more so than last year. Yeah, I 100. I, I just I don't. We talked about it in a couple episodes before. There's no way that. Debo Samuel can, I mean, that that was like a career year and th- there's no way you're going to get those numbers again out of him. Yeah. It, it'd be tough for him to reach that. I still think he's going to reach high. I just don't know if he's going to reach those levels. Uh, well, if you, if you go back into the, into the statistics of last year and you compare the fantasy points to other receivers and you take away, you know, three of those touchdowns or, or, uh, even the, the the 20 yard bursts we talked about you know you take that away and all of a sudden he's not WR3 he's you know yeah, no, WR you. you know 14 15 people are gassing on him that's why he kept falling in our draft last night yeah so i'll give a rundown of just our two teams from the draft last night to see you know to give a feel for what can actually be achieved at some point um, you know, some of the both of these teams, I'll start with mine first, the commish. Uh, I have Stafford at QB, Barkley and Chubb at running back, Chase, DJ Moore, Allen Robinson at wide receiver. Uh, defensive players, nobody really does it, so I won't get into all that. But then on my bench, I have Damon Pearson, Chase Edmonds as my backup running backs. And then I've got Devontae Smith, Kadarius Toney, George Pickens as my wide outs, Matt Ryan as my backup QB. So, uh, you, want, you want me to go through your team, or do you want to go through your team? Oh, I, I can go through it. I have it pulled up. I, got, I, got, I went Hero RB, and then I went uh, Josh Allen in all my leagues so far. I, I, went, I reached for Josh Allen in the second round. And the only reason I reached for him so early was because there is nothing worse in my mind, come fantasy time, of having to fill in... The the quarterback position on a weekly basis off the waiver wire, it sucks. It's the worst. Yeah, for sure. And Allen has been the first uh, quarterback drafted in all three of my drafts so far. You know, much to be expected. Uh, You got him last night in the third round. He went in the third round of the other draft that I had, uh, my first draft. And then he went second round, I think, in my third. So he has gone early, often. Yeah, you're just not – and it really depends where you're drafting. Like, I drafted three, so when you go three and then you come back at 21, knowing you have 27 right around the corner, it's it's tough because you know you're not – it's not going to come back to you, right? Right. And so, you know, it, it's different if you're drafting 11. It's, you know, it's the exact opposite, right? Like, you, I, I don't want to say that you have a better opportunity for quarterbacks – but you're you you have the you're usually the one that has the ability to grab the first quarterback if you're at 11 or 12 because you can pick up whoever you want in the first round and then you can come back in the second round knowing that you have the ability to grab that over other people. Right. Well, and that was kind of the thought process when I went out and grabbed Damon Pierce only because running backs had gone off the board quite a bit Somebody I thought was going to grab him because I was picking 8 or 9 last night, and it was going back the other way. So it was going to have to go 9 down to 1, 1 back up to 9, and in those whatever, 18 picks or whatever the hell it is, um, uh, I was going to have to hope that he didn't get picked up by somebody else in a running back thin population. And so I, I made the grab. It might have been a little aggressive um, but I didn't want to deal with it on the backside being like, ah, man, you know, I really should have got on the round before. But it does impact it. So I, I understand the pulling the trigger on Josh Allen early in that third round. Yeah. So, I, you know, I took Eckler in the first uh, with my third uh, third overall pick or fourth overall, something like that. Um, I went with – I got actually got Tyree Kill late, which was great. I He's gone he, late in a lot of drafts. I – I mean, look, he's, I know he's not with Mahomes, but he's still Tyree Kill. Like, he's still going to get yards after the catch. And as soon as Waddle can get healthy, you know, that that's a pretty good tandem there. And, and they're going to draw coverage, which means one of them is going to be open. Right. Uh, I went Deontay Johnson for the possession receiver. I, I, I went in the sixth or seventh round for Amon Ross St. Brown. I who knows how it's gonna turn out, but he closed the the year as a monster. I grabbed him in one of my leagues. I wanted him to get him in more than one. I was only able to get him in one, but he was so strong. He was, yeah, he was so really strong. Good. So he was really good. I mean he finished great. I know Hawkinson's coming back, it's year two, you know, sophomore slump possible. Who knows? But you know, I I liked what I saw on Hard Knocks on top of it because I didn't know much that much about him. And to hear that one episode when he just rattles off every single wide receiver that went before him, yeah, I fucking like it, right? You got a little chip on your shoulder. Yeah. You want to prove everybody yep. wrong. So. Yep. Yeah, and then so, like I said, I, I, I went heavy on backup wide receivers early. Like, in the top 10, out of my top 10 picks, I wound up with six wide receivers because I wound up with Ayuk on the bench, Lazard on the bench, and MVS on the bench. Yep. And I so, think did you go Ayuk, Lazard back to back or no? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Right? yeah, I thought so. Yeah. So I mean, you have to if you, if you want to if you want good players, you have to sacrifice getting what are potentially the best IDP players in our league. So I didn't even start taking IDP until round ten or eleven. Yeah, I usually hop on IDP early. I like to get a couple of players. But, you know, overall, I found that with the injuries, the way they're taking place, COVID's still kind of out there. I I, I felt that I'm just going to have to give up some points on defense to make sure that I have depth on offense, which is a, a different philosophy from what I've had in years past, where I definitely yeah. liked getting stud defensive players. I've tried that. I, I, last year in your league, I drafted Devin White, Darius Leonard, and uh, one of the top defensive backs yeah. in the first ten. I, I mean, in the, the first ten rounds. The first 2 you your named le- had terrible years, right? Which terrible years. I know. I know. That, that, that's and up. so you you lose out on potential league winners. It, I, I had to change my lineup a f- hundred times last year in your league. I know, I was, I was literally, I was literally, I felt like, uh, uh, like a a rookie fantasy player, you know, like just reaching for shit and it worked out because I wound up with specific players, but it's, it's horrible. I I would rather set a lineup that, you know, is good and just let it go, but like, I don't know. No, I I got you, and I mean, look, you got Blake Martinez coming off the ACL, but had great numbers the year before. Christian Kirksey, who I wanted because he's been slipping, and he's got a a nice $3 million deal, one-year deal for Houston, so you know that he's going to be hunting, and when he was good, he was great, and so it's just he's been hurt. And he hasn't played at you know at the clip that he was previously. So he's been floating out there on IDP level. He seems to slip, um, and so I've been looking for him. But you grabbed him, and then you got David Log Jr., who just got a boot uh, a bonus today because Howard Landry, Landry. In the third went yep. down for the count with a torn ACL. So yeah, Cunningham is Cunningham will get some. Extra tackles there too, and that Cunningham scares me because he's a tackle monster. Yeah, when he played, I mean Cunningham, he he had such a shit year last year. I mean that was terrible because he got Whoa. drafted so high by everybody for the year before, and then it was like he was in the doghouse. And then he yeah, got, he was in the dog, I was he was like Antonio. He's Antonio Brown mentality, man. Yeah, he they just, they just hated sh- him on the defense for some reason. Yeah, they, he shows up late. He's lazy. He doesn't. If he sees the plays like out of reach, he doesn't just run over and try to tackle anyway. He's like, uh, I'm not going to get him. He, he Somebody else will get him. Yeah, that was one of uh, uh, my memory, I would say, of the past five to eight years. The Zach Cunningham season last year was one of the most disappointing IDP. Um, seasons that I can remember and burnt a shit ton of people who drafted him early because of his numbers the year before. Oh uh, my God. The Giants have released Blake Martinez. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? No. Whoa. That's some news right there. Did they really, did they really cut I Blake Martinez? I, I, I need to verify. From Field Yates, it says. Oh, he's usually solid. Why would they cut Blake Martinez? They have no... Uh, uh, whatever. They have no linebackers. That can't be. I'm I'm checking it right now. Uh, we're putting out the clock as this is always makes for great podcasting. But you know when you try to do a podcast live on tape, sometimes this is what happens. So holy shit! The New York Giants have released Blake Martinez. Out you go. How is that? Hold on. There's something else going on he was excused for personal reasons back at practice and then let go there's got to be more to this there's no way they just let him go for no reason so we'll have to keep it we'll have to keep an eye out on that one that's that's not so that's got to be something off field i cannot understand why they would have cut him because i mean they they had um uh damn it, i forgot the um Beavers, who was looking good as a rookie, and they lost him to an ACL. So he was going to replace Tate Crowder. So it was it's going to be Crowder and Martinez, and now all of a sudden you let go of him. So that is a shot in the gut to a lot of IDP owners, Chris being one of them. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, That's buddy. ridiculous. Sucks to be you. Sucks to be what you. Is-, is that the unlucky lottery or sucks to be you? Which one is that? That's that's unlucky lottery, right? That was like my 10th round pick. So it's like, that was my first IDP IDP player and my 10th round pick. Like I could have gone... After another running back or another, like that's, that's just horrible. Yeah. All right. So we got lost there with the breaking news uh, on the broken helmet. You heard it here first, uh, probably after everything else, because, uh, you know, you probably won't listen to this until I upload it. That's going to be hours from now. And so you'll never be on time for that one, but we're breaking it right now. Uh, Anyway, so let's get back to the show (laughs) and we'll go back. So your top three were Allen, Eckler and Hill. My top three were Barkley, Chubb, and Chase. So, I mean, between those two, a lot of points to be had on either side. Right? I mean, and that's what you're trying to hit on your first three. You know You probably have the better three if, if Barkley plays how you hope Barkley's gonna play. Exactly. But Barkley has a huge injury risk, and I think Chubb is limited into his point potential. But I think with him, the reason I grabbed him was he's more like, you know, he's going to get you 15, he's not going to get you the catches and the receptions, but they're going to run him on the the ground a bunch. Well, where else do you run? In the fucking air? Uh, They're going to run him a bunch, and so I get this solid point potential, if not great, and if he has a breakout game, fantastic. And then Chase is, you know, he's just a monster when he plays. Although I'm not expecting any more 70-point games like he had last year, but, uh, you know, I'm hoping for some good stuff. So, I mean, it was 70 in one league with the Accelerators. In our league, the way it was, it was 55. And we're talking about the Week 17, 11 catches for 266 and three touchdowns. Uh, but, you know, he had did have some other big games. So, a lot of point potential there. You obviously have the top uh, quarterback in Allen. And then you have Eckler, who also threw up a ton of points. And then Hill, who just got the monster contract and is the number one receiver out in Miami. So, you put the three of them together. Look, the game is about scoring points. Points And in order to do that, I'm a firm believer, and I think you are the same. I don't want to put words in your mouth, though, that you need to try to bank in those heavy hitters to get you the games when you need me. You need some consistent guys, but you definitely can't have a team of consistent guys. You need the the heavy hitters. Yeah, you, you definitely do. It's without a doubt the truth. You need at least, I would say, three players. Two players that can average like 25 points a week. Yeah. Or like get up to twenty five. Like if you don't have enough twenty point guys, there's no way you're surviving. You might win certain weeks, but you're just you're not going to go far. Right. And so if you look at your starting lineup, right. So Allen has that high point potential, and he's actually pretty steady too. So you kind of get two in there. Then you have Epler. Yeah. Hill, Deontay Johnson, who's a one, and Amon Amon Ra St. Brown, who also is a high-scoring guy if you look at his performance at the end of last year. I mean, his numbers at the end won people championships. you, You can't argue with it. As soon as he got in the fold and they started throwing him the rock, he had... I, again, point systems vary from league to league, but based on our point system, which is PPR, 25 points, 15 points, 24 points, 26 points, 35 points, 26 points. I mean, come on. Yeah, was, that is it like just It going was well. all day long. All day long, baby, It was ridiculous. All day long. You, got, you had it's him, and it was... Game over, man. It's game over. Winning game over, your league. man. Yeah, I have. him. I know. I, I Shut up, Hicks. Uh, all right, so... Yeah, I, I mean I, I thought both of our squads went pretty well. And so there's just a feel for two of the teams and how it broke out. Let's uh, hit some news and notes of things going on right now and then we'll go back to you know thoughts of how how drafts are, are working out. So here we go. Let's start off obviously. Blake Martinez, Giants, he just got cut. Who the hell knows what's happened. I, I, it's not an injury. He got waived, uh, released, so something had to happen. I can't imagine it was for performance. He is coming back from the ACL, but they gave him a ton of money. Uh, may, I mean, Who knows? Maybe Dable just doesn't really like him. Uh, maybe he doesn't fit Wink Martindale's defense there, but uh, Blake Martinez, big addition two years ago, gone from the Giants. Elsewhere, uh, the other big note, did you read the page six of the New York Post story about Tom Brady? Uh, no, we don't get the New York Post in Florida. Yeah, we can go to the internet. But anyway... Oh, I don't. I don't read uh, the New York was, Post. Uh, it was... It, it hit today that reports from the New York Post, page 6, Brady's absence was the result of marital disputes with Giselle. No way. Allegedly. That's what they're saying. And remember, no she wanted him retired. She's done with the NFL. He retires. Then he comes back. So I could see it, although it—I it, I don't know. I actually kind of believe the masked singer thought more than the Giselle fighting. Like, why ten days? Like, you know, so he pieces out from camp and goes home, and you know, parlays with his wife a little bit, and he's good. I mean, when does that ever happen? No, there's no way. It can't be. But anyway, that's page six. That's what they were running with today. I thought the biggest rumor was that he was on The Masked Singer or something. uh, Well, that was the rumor, right? I mean, that was one of the rumors. And then, you know, I, I don't know. It didn't really stick. Nobody really knows because he's kind of in that stratosphere of Jordan and Jeter and LeBron where... They just have so much money. They're just in this private bubble that you just can't access, and so I, all this stuff is just guesses. I could see the Giselle thing. I could see the Massinger thing. Obviously, if he's Massinger, you're gonna find out, right? Uh, none of it concerns me, and I don't think any of it even concerns you, right? I mean, who cares if he's in practice? Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. give a shit. Doesn't matter. Uh, Russell Wilson. He signed a big deal. He got a five-year extension worth two forty-five. $165 million of that guaranteed. Thoughts on the Russell Wilson deal? I mean, what's he, 31, 32? Uh, yeah, it's somewhere around there. I, I actually think he's a little older. He might be like 33. Uh, so he's 33, so he's tied to them for another seven years now. I well, mean, I think they, I, is it—is it an extension, or do they rip up the final two years, make it five, so it's five total? He's 33 right now. I thought it was. I thought I read that it was a seven-year extension. Well, it's a five-year extension. I just don't know if they include the two years that he's currently has. I'm or sorry, a, a set. I'm a, not extension. A seven-year contract. Well, all right. So I mean, five or seven, whatever it might be, it takes him from I, thirty-three to thirty-eight or forty. I, he's very good. I, I wouldn't doubt that he's going to be very good for you know a couple more years. I I just I I'm hard pressed to believe. At that is like I understand why you give Patrick Mahomes a 10 year contract, right? You beat the market, you got ahead of the game, sure. You pay I'm with you, you pay less, and he's young, he was really young. So, by the time the 10 year contract's up, he's still 31, 33, whatever. Like, you're talking about signing a guy more towards the end when you, he, after coming off of two pretty bad years, um. Not pretty bad. I, they're like, whatever. I, he's good. He's, like, above average. But, like, it's not crazy numbers. And, I, yeah, I mean, he hasn't even played a game for you yet. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree. And that's the one concern, right? Like, so Russell Wilson's in there. And then all of a sudden, let's say he gets an injury. <sighs> <laughs> that could be the end of it, right? I mean, you could lose maybe a year. Let's say it's an ACL, you know, year two or year three. You're going to lose that year. The other risk factor is that he hasn't looked phenomenal in the past couple of years. So if you sign him this monster deal and he's on the decline, you know, you're, you're kind of in bed with, you know, a, a rotting fruit. And, I mean, he was quietly a bitch out in Seattle, right? I mean, he, he never let it, you know— get out in the air to make his brand look bad. But, you know, he was kind of a, you know, a little bit of a pain in the ass. Granted, you're dealing with Pete Carroll, who, you know, has a terrible offensive philosophy for 2022. So I get it. But still, um, you know, it was a lot of money. But in today's day and age, you need your quarterback, right? What are you without a quarterback? And the Broncos have suffered, you know, for not having a quarterback for eons ever since, I guess, Manning, right? Yeah, I mean, I get it. You're well. Well, Elway's not even in charge anymore, right? He's just like a. Well, I think he's he, he's part. Uh, you know, it's him, and I forgot who who else is there. I I should have my thing up here. Yeah, but he just, but he's podcast. no longer in. It, but. yeah, what no, he? he's not the he he's is. not the one. He's not the guy, right? I think it, I think it's him and somebody else. Uh, and I should know this, they just got sold, um, Broncos GM is George Patton, that's right, George Patton, so uh, 52 years old, uh, I should have known that, Wait, but I didn't, yeah. oh yeah, shame I've, on you, that guy huh. is a disgrace to the uniform, I'm sorry Mike, I, I, I didn't know George Patton, uh, so anyway, so they signed him to big money, but if you don't have a quarterback, you don't have anything, right, so you gotta keep him, you got to keep them. Yeah. I get it. So you make them happy, and that's the deal. So, uh, and oddly enough, so keeping in quarterbacks, Garoppolo ends up re signing with the 49ers. Is that a a shot at Trey Lance or what? I mean, I drafted Trey Lance in one of my leagues. He's my starter on um, one of my three teams. And when they re signed Garoppolo to a ton of money, um, I it didn't really make me feel great. Oh, I, I think they quickly realized after a couple of preseason games that. Lance is either not as good as previously anticipated, or not ready for the NFL yet. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. Watching him, granted, they haven't had their first string line out there, but he has not looked good. I, I mean, you no, know. the the kid will be fine, I'm sure. But it, it, I mean, you are know, you sure? Just... Are you sure? Are you really sure? What what makes you so sure? Because I'll tell you what. You can feel, you know, obviously, NFL right now, if you follow it, uh, you know, avidly, is a lot of the media is run right now by Twitter, by podcasts. And I'll tell you what, when Trey Lance does anything, any little tiny thing, Everybody and their brother is throwing up some clip on Twitter or talking about it on a podcast, and it's like, dude, he threw one fucking touchdown pass. Like, was it a pretty pass? Yeah, sure. But when is one single pass all of a sudden made somebody great? And people do it with Trey Lance, of all people, all the time. All the time. It is so frustrating. they, they, They really like him, too. I know, but if you like him so bad... Now, I agree. Keeping Garoppolo there is the smartest thing you could do. Because... You know, agree with me or no? That if Trey yeah, Lance yeah, yeah, sucks, you still have a great team that you can put Garoppolo in, and you already went to the NFC Championship last year. Yeah, they're they're a win now team. They're not a win in two years, three years team. So if you have a Trey Lance who sucks after what week four? Yeah, you know if they're if they're one and three and flits, and you just go back. Right. You just go back. But, but at the same time, you damn well know that if they're, there's going to come a point where like, let's say they're three and five, they're just going to be like, all right, we're just going to ride this out. We need Lance to get some experience and see what we got here. Maybe I, here's my thinking: is uh, the only concern I have with this if I am a 49ers fan, and it's not really a concern, right? Because you're you're giving yourself insurance in the event that Trey Lance is no good, and you know what you can do with Garoppolo, even though he's not great, and everybody, you know, I, I mean, <laughs> the, the football universe seems to hate the guy, even though he's had a pretty solid professional career. If you go to Garoppolo, that's it for Lance. He is he he's done. He's out the door. He's done. Yeah, that's He's done. They're, they're not. Well, that's not necessarily true. Look what oh, they did come with on. Tua. Look How? What they did with stop. Look what they did with Tua and Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I mean Tua wasn't. I I mean yeah, Tua was a little plagued by injuries, and he was still raw. You know, I mean, granted, Lance. I guess Lance is kind of similar. You know, I guess you, you go to Garoppolo, I think if, at this point, because you already booted Garoppolo, and if you have to go back to him because of Lance's poor play, how do you come back then from that I, well they're not they're not going to pay Garoppolo for numerous years he's he can't they're blaming him for not getting to the championship. You know, like like the blame's almost on him for not getting to that Super Bowl Well, if the blame should be him on anything, it's because he missed the one pass to Manny Sanders or whoever that was deep uh, against the Chiefs. Because that that was a touchdown and that was the game right there. So I I get it. You could be pissed off at him for that. But otherwise, he's giving you a pretty solid uh, performance, you know, on the whole. Could it have been better? Yeah. Does he make terrible throws? For sure. Frustrating as all hell. But look, it could have been a whole lot worse. No? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I, I agree. I just don't think that, I just don't agree with what you stated in that if they go to him, they're not going back to to Lance. I I don't, I don't foresee them giving up all those draft picks just to put Lance in the doghouse and, you know, like they, like they, they traded up to get Lance. Yeah, no 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 doubt. Right. I mean, but sometimes it just doesn't work. Right, I mean, hell, look, look at Josh Rosen, that that poor guy. I shouldn't say poor guy. He's been paid well, and from everything you heard about Josh Rosen, as soon as he came in the building, he didn't really give a shit about football at all. He was talking about stocks and trading and all kinds of shit. But anyway, um, sometimes it just doesn't work out, right? So maybe that happens with Lance, maybe not. Who knows? But it sounds like Jimmy G, if he didn't sign, if he didn't get that shoulder surgery, I think he would have been out the door. That's what John Lynch was talking about today. He st- he stated that they thought Jimmy G was going to be traded, and then all of a sudden the surgery you know, came around, and that killed all the talks because nobody wanted to. Wanted somebody with a uh, with with a bad shoulder, uh, obviously, <laughs> especially if you're just a quarterback, and that's what you need. You need a shoulder to throw. Uh, oh, and and here we go. I'm starting to get texts from <laughs> Giant fans. What the hell? What's going on with Martinez? Giants release Martinez. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it, you just can't make it up. Uh, this uh, one, There's got to be a story behind they, they it. They could have kept Bradbury. I You know, I, I, I agree. The the Martinez story, I can't wait to see what it is. But anyway, uh, Lynch uh, thought that Jimmy was going to get traded. That didn't happen because he got injured. Uh, also, with the 49ers, they got rid of Trey Sermon because Jordan Mason, the un, undrafted rookie, played so well. Well, Sermon went to the Eagles. Now here, this gets a little interesting, right? So the Eagles claim Trey Sermon. Miles Sanders has been banged up. If you're a Miles Sanders owner, are you starting to get the heebie-jeebies because number 1, he's never performed up to expectations. He's been hurt a little bit and now they're going out and picking up wide receivers on the waiver wire. Yeah, they're not going. They they're not going to play Miles Sanders for uh, a, a high percentage of those snaps every game. They're just not going to do it. Yeah, They, they, I, don't, like they I, don't like him. They don't like him. They don't like him. I thought for sure he had the potential to be the dual-back threat, you know, a la um, uh, Tom, Tomlinson, a la Marshall Falk, you know, any of those guys. I, I just thought he had that athletic ability. And he, he does. Ha- it has just never translated on the pro field. It just hasn't. I, he he has that, that ability. He just can't... He just can't stay healthy. He can't stay healthy, and he really doesn't put it together. I mean, have you ever—do you remember a game over the he has been in the league, what, two years now? Over the past two years where you're like, ah, oh, remember that game that Miles Sanders just blew the fuck up? Like, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Everyone's chasing those last, like, five games of his rookie year. Yeah, I mean it's just it's too it's too bad. So now they go out and they bring in Trey Sermon, and that's got to make you scratch your head a little bit and, and wonder. Or with Gainwell there and Sanders, now you bring in Sermon. You know, it looks like it's going to be tough to predict who's going to be the stud in that backfield. A lot of people, including myself, thought it was going to be Sanders. I really thought that this was going to be the year. But then you see something like this, and it just makes me get really scared. Uh, I don't have Sanders in any of my teams. It didn't work out that way. Um, so you know, I'm not at risk, but I. Now, for my future drafts, I'm probably not touching him at all. Uh, hands off no. of that. Kenyon Drake I goes said, to Baltimore. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I said it last night. I'm never going to draft him ever again. Yeah, I don't think so. I wanted to this year. I wanted to get a piece of him somewhere, and I'm not going to now with everything going on. I heard again and the sermon thing. Don't mean no likey. Uh, Kenyon Drake goes to Baltimore. So, Dobbins, obviously, still a little banged up. It doesn't seem like he's going to be really ready to go out of the gate. Uh, so they get your your boy Kenyon Drake, your Raiders just flying off the board everywhere. So oh, McDaniel's is just cleaning house. Yeah. I, I, well, I mean, why wouldn't you, right? I mean, he he's coming with an idea in mind to transform that organization. It, you know, it's Mayock and Gruden are going to get erased from the chalkboard for sure. They're they're uh, done. Yeah. They're they are done. But that you think but you think Kenyon Drake's got anything left? I mean he really didn't uh, look good for the Raiders. He's he's been on like four teams now, so or five teams. It, it's it's how often does it does a player with such a high profile switch teams that many times <laughs> yeah, and right? then Never. and then blow and then blow up on like the fifth team. Never. You and, know, like it it just doesn't happen. And at this point Never. he's not a spring chicken, right? I mean, uh he was born 94, so that makes him how old now? 28. Right, so that's a that's the back end of your career. And so you know, rushing wise rushing wise, he's he had starting with his rookie year, a buck seventy nine, six forty four, uh five thirty five, then he was in two teams in total, Arizona and Miami when he got traded, eight seventeen. And then in twenty twenty he had his best year for Arizona when he had nine fifty five. That was an okay year too. Um, you know, he had 25 catches out of the backfield for a buck 37, but he was on a lot of teams that year. And then he went to the Raiders last year, which was weird, right? Because it was the contract. Arizona didn't want to give it to him. He went to the Raiders and did nothing. Did nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. 12 games, 63 rushes. I mean, just shitville. So he ends up going to Baltimore, I guess, to add a little bit of background there. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, what are your thoughts about him? I... Do not know what everybody's talking about regarding this quote unquote limp, but I mean, it's it's sweeping through the nation. Like, oh, he's got a limp, he's still hurting. I, I mean, look, dude, he's very, 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 he was very, very, very good. And now he's coming off like this major surgery. And I always lean on that guy from uh, uh, Twitter, or I think he's also on Instagram now, the 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 Pro Doc. Um, oh yeah, I know, but he, he completely botched the uh the Zach Wilson injury, right? But I mean you can't be right yeah, all the time. But you can't be right all the time. But he is really good. I mean he I I He, he gets a lot of stuff right just off video for sure. He does, just just off video, right. Mm-hmm. And he said, Don't be fooled, like what this dude had done to his leg is not gonna allow him to just return instantly. Yeah, so I guess that's my better question, is not necessarily what do you think of Dobbins, but what do you think about Dobbins, where he's getting picked up? Because I have waited to try to get him later, not too late, but later, and I've gotten beaten to the punch uh, two of the three leagues that I was in. So, I mean, I feel like he's getting drafted a little high, but it's kind of like a D hop situation where I feel like everybody's grabbing him just to stash him, hoping that they'll get him week six on. Yeah, but – well, I mean, they're going to have him before. But the problem with that is you're eating the spot because they're not going to put him on IR, right? They're not going to – No, he would have been put on it already. Right. So you're eating up one of your bench spots for a player that you don't even know if he's going to get the full share of of work even when he comes back, right? Like Baltimore, I've never seen them – just give one guy all the work. They don't. No, so they everybody's don't. so so but high on him. They do do hot his... hand though. I mean, they will do they hot do. hand. They do, but but you're you're buying into Dobbins because of his hot hand, big play approach, uh, 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 expectation. So you're thinking he's going to have a massively big plays and just own. That six six yards of carry bullshit he had when he was a rookie. And, and that's going to be Dobbins. But you're talking about a guy who's coming off major, major knee surgery. For sure. And I guess my fear now, thinking about Drake, is that, you know, look. Drake didn't do anything in Vegas last year. It just didn't work out. But that's a terrible team, terrible line, just wasn't a fit. Two years ago in Arizona, he did do really well. Right, Four yards a carry, like we said, 9.55 on the ground, 10 touchdowns. So he's got one year of kind of like sitting on the shelf. He should be pretty spry, 28 years old, and he kind of has that Ravens feel, right? That not maybe a a pass receiving back, but a heavier rusher and can come in there, hit the hole If, if he fits their offensive run scheme, and he gets hot. I mean, Dobbins might end up taking a back seat at this point. <laughs> okay, so we were talking about Kenyon Drake. Chris got a, an emergency work call, so we had to hop off. We're back now, and we're back! But we'll get off of Kenyon Drake. I mean, how much time are you going to really spend talking about Kenyon Drake? Um, other, like, little quick hitters. Kadarius Tony. he's expected to play week one. He's been dealing with a hamstring issue. Who the hell knows? He's been going, I don't know, I mean, relatively late. Uh, He was much higher earlier, but I think him being hurt in training camp didn't give anybody confidence in drafting him uh, where his point potential could be. So, uh, you know, I grabbed him. Did I grab him? I grabbed him last night. What do you think of my Tony pick? Too early? About right? Dude, if the dude plays, he's really, really good. I know. It's just whether he plays... I know now they're talking about getting rid of Slayton, so that that leads me to believe that Tony's fine. They're just letting him rest for the regular season. You know, I, I mean, he, here's a guy that you're drafting off of one game where he had 10 catches for a buck 89 uh, and you know 29 points uh, fantasy-wise, which never got replicated again. I mean, if all 17 weeks that he could have played but didn't. Uh, he had one, two, three games over ten points, and that was thirteen points, ten points, and that thirty-point game. And the rest he was hurt or just didn't really play. It, it just—it's a lot of—it's a lot of potential. It's a potential pick, you know. And then he's got to burn a roster spot. Yeah. But I yeah. mean, if he comes around and blows up, I mean, he's been getting—he's been getting taken late. So I mean, it's kind of a good—not a sleeper pick because he's not really a sleeper. But good yeah. value from where he seems to be going. Yeah, no, 100%. Because if he there – was, there was a couple weeks last, last year where, I mean, he was just peppered with targets. I know. Peppered. I mean, they wanted and, to get in the ball. Right. They wanted to get in the ball, and he just he just kept getting hurt. Yeah. Kept getting hurt. We'll we'll see what happens now. It looks like he's going to play week one, but (laughs) who the fuck knows? So, uh, otherwise, uh, another offensive note, Brian Robinson, he got shot. Got shot through the knee, and the bullet did not hit anything structurally. So, it was like an in and out. Didn't hit any, uh, you know, vessels. Didn't have any ligaments. Any, uh, you know, no PCL, MCL, ACL, nothing. It just went in and out. But they did put him on the non-injury list, so he's out for four weeks. And it'll be interesting to see. Some people are still picking him and just stashing him. I imagine just he, with, with the uh, thought that you could put uh, him on IR immediately. But really. you can't because he's on the. He's not on the IR. He's on the NFI. Oh, so I guess it depends on the system. Like ESPN won't let you put him on the IR, right? Or maybe ESPN will, but CBS and Yahoo won't. I I know that CBS now opened up their IR spot to pump. So if if you're well, playing they sh- as CBS, they should. Yeah, but ESPN doesn't. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know how he is, because this is basically the the second year that I've done the IR. And I did it primarily because of COVID. Right? IR, be- you can put put player on there if they're out or on the IR. So if they're out for the week, you can put them in IR. Um, I believe that's right, right? That's what, Isn't that how it, how it goes? I, I, I really don't remember. I think it's got to be one of the two. It's got to be IR or O. And as soon as you're right, and as soon as the person is not one of those designations, you can't make any moves until you remove the person from the IR. I think the system does do that. Yes, um, but I don't I don't know about that was that was the bug in the CVS system because you could still be making moves even though your guy wasn't on IR anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, you basically it allowed squatting. Right, I mean, it's it's probably the thing that I hate the most about fantasy football, and those are the squatters. And I I just can't understand it because there seems to be the ability in 2022 that you can build any of these systems to kill squatting. And and I think the ESPN system of doing it like IR or O and then freezing the ability to move the person still on there is the best way to go. Because having the ability to put somebody on the IR when they're O, then they rotate off of O to like questionable, and then you can still leave them there is complete bullshit. It's, it's garbage. ESPN, I just looked it up. We were right. Um, it's it's out or IR. Yeah. So uh, squatting a bound there for. Uh, Kadarius Tony owners and uh, possible Brian Robinson owners, as uh, you know, Brian Robinson is is going to start the year on the pop. Um, and then that, that's about it. There's some defensive note. Like we said, Harold Landry, he tore his ACL. He's gone. Marcus May, he got arrested for aggravated assault with a firearm. So the Saints just dropped, just signed him, and he is going to be gonzo because in today's day and age, the NFL, you're not getting away with aggravated assault with a firearm. That's like a double no-no. Uh, they're just not going to deal with it, especially the way that the NFL is right now uh, politically, that uh, they are not going to stand behind that. So barring some kind of crazy story coming out related to that, I would imagine Marcus May goes to the uh, commissioner ineligible list and uh, he might get released thereafter. So, uh, Alex Leatherwood, he ended up in Chicago. So you're Raider, your Raider first-round pick that everybody thought sucked and was a terrible pick gets cut and gets picked up by Chicago of all places. I mean, it's going from bad to worse for that fucking guy. Holy shit. Yeah, I... <laughs> He's... I don't even know. They we we they literally made the worst. I I can't talk about this anymore. We're moving on. I'm not talking about the Raiders. Yeah, I mean they anymore. moved him all around on that line trying to find him a home. He couldn't do it, and then they just got rid of him. And he lands in Chicago, which is a, a steaming pile of dog shit right now. I mean that that franchise is. Is there any team worse than the Texans? It could be the Bears. in the league. I mean in the league? Yeah. I mean, who I mean, the Bears and the Texans are the worst two teams, right? No, Bears aren't the worst team. They're they're definitely not the worst team in the NFC. You don't think the Bears are as bad as the Texans? I'm I'm going to go out on a limb and say I think the Giants are are worse than the Bears. Oh, get out of here. Get out of here. That's ridiculous. And I'm not saying that as a Giants fan. The Giants add infinitely more talent at certain positions than anything on Chicago. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, Chicago really has got nothing. And the only team that I could put with Chicago is the Texans. And I think the Texans are probably worse, but I don't know. Texans I have the Seahawks. How about the Seahawks, dude? The Seahawks are horrible. Yeah, they, they still got talent, though, on, on both sides of the ball to a certain degree. I mean, they're not great. They're definitely rebuilding. But they are no Texans and they are no Bears. I just don't know which one I, I think is worse. I mean, well, Seattle probably gets The Bears, there. at least, have the Bears have fields. Yeah, but what does that mean? <laughs> right? I mean, I have not been impressed with fields at all. I mean, he hasn't been put in a good situation, but shit. I, I mean, he also hasn't looked good. Yeah. I mean, what, you got Darnell I... Mooney, you know, Montgomery. I mean, you you don't have a lot of talent on that, on, on that roster anywhere. I mean, the, the Texans, I feel, have, like a little bit more. Their line is okay. You know, they grab Pierce. They've got Cooks. Um, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, you pull up the Chicago's bear depth chart and you start going through it and it's just like, what the hell are these guys doing? Uh, they got roquan Smith and and what's his name? Leonard Floyd, right? Yeah, I mean, I, well, Floyd is playing... Well, not Floyd. Uh, Robert Quinn. Uh, Floyd went through. Robert to, Quinn. Yeah, Sorry, uh, yeah. yeah. No, no, it's insane. Floyd... Yeah, same defensive end gets a lot of sacks. Yes, right. And, and Floyd was on. He, he was the draft pick that the <laughs> the Giants wanted to make, and they announced to the entire world that they were going to take him. And so the Bears had the ability, knowing that they wanted him, to jump ahead of them and then take Floyd. Didn't really work out, but um, you know, the Bears defense. You got Quinn, who's old but good. Smith, who's you know young and good, but wants a new contract. I don't know if I would necessarily give him that. Uh, Eddie Jackson, all right, you know, but. Offensive side of the board, Fields, Montgomery, Mooney. Their other wide receivers are Byron Pringle and that Vloose Jones Jr., the guy who's like 28 years old. Tight end is Cole command I guess he's all right. But, God, you know, you look at that line. Center's Lucas Patrick, and then the guards are uh, Whitehair and Jenkins, and the tackles are, are Braxton Jones and Riley Reef. <laughs> Come on, this team's fucking terrible. It, it, so bad. I mean, yeah, they're really bad. You know, there's a lot of teams in the NFC – we, we could talk about this for, for a hot minute. I mean, there's uh, – just going from each division, I'll say the Giants are probably the worst in the NFC East. The, I agree. The Lions uh, – the Bears are probably the worst in the NFC North. Uh, it's not even a question, yes. The Falcons are yep. probably the wor- the worst in the NFC South, and the Seahawks are the worst in the NFC West. So then you're talking Seahawks versus the Falcons. Seahawks are worse, and you got you, the Bears. Um, Bear what? I don't know. Uh, I I think that the Falcons might be worse than the Seahawks, but I mean that's just me. But oh, they're pretty accurate. Quarterback, but Pirates either one. Go go go, back. Falcons. Go Falcons. Seahawks. Bears. You're still picking the Bears out of all those teams. No, I'm not. You're not. Okay. I'm not. I I'm almost. I'm almost saying that the Lions are worse than the Bears. Oh no, the Lions have got talent, dude. I, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not behind the Lions like everybody else on the goddamn planet, right? Yeah, you know, I'm not on that camp. But they've got. We were a couple weeks ago. Well, I think they have the opportunity to do great things, but I, you know, I'm not jumping on there. You know, I got to see it. I mean, just because you play well and you're, you you have got grit. You got got a lot of grit. You know, grit only goes so far. You know, after a while, you know, you need a coaching staff that that knows what the fuck they're doing. And there's one thing that the Lions coaching staff, I mean, come on. They're all ex-players. I I mean, you you cannot watch, not that I care, but you cannot watch hard knocks with children in the house. Because that coaching staff curses more than Eddie Murphy in his prime. And they're not, like, good cursers. They're just sloppy fuck bombs all over the place. Fuckity fuck, 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 fuck,
1: sloppy, At least Sloppy,
0: sloppy fuck bombs. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, they're just not good cursers. You've got to be a good curser. Yeah. You know, Dan Campbell yeah. gets up there and he's just like, Hey, what the fuck's up, guys? Okay, here's coach. It's fucking, this guy again. Holy shit. You know, I just got done lifting, I'm going to pack a lip in my mouth, and fucking, we're going to talk about grit. And this fucking guy, I'm going to war with this guy, I go in the, you know, I go in a fucking fight in a landfill with this guy. Like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Can you use some other verbiage other than fuck? Jesus Christ, (laughs) it's just like, I I get it's football and everything, but come on, you you need a little bit of something, and who's he surrounded by, Uh, you know, Deuce Staley, Mark Brunel, Aaron Glenn, uh, you know, the best thing they got going for them is their offensive coordinator, who was, um, I forget, didn't we do this last year, the last week, or two weeks ago, we were talking Uh, about this, I don't, I don't remember his name. Uh, anyway, uh, but anyway, yeah. So I mean, the Lions could be bad. I think they're better than the Lion. I think they're better than the Bears. Uh, my own opinion, but you know, whatever. But um, you know, point being is that yeah, th- there are a couple of bad teams, and I would say yes, Giants, Giants, Bears, Falcons, and Seahawks are probably the bottom of the barrel of the NFC. Um. So anyway, Ra- Raiders. Raiders are the best of the worst in the AFC. Uh the Jets are, are pretty low on that 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 totem pole as well. Houston is probably at the bottom. I mean, Houston's the bottom. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think the Raiders are that bad. I just think they're the, the worst of, of the West, right? I mean, if you were looking at bad teams in the AFC, you got the Texans. I'm not necessarily sold on Jaguars. And then the Jets. You know, I, I think all the other teams are okay. I mean, Pittsburgh well, could have a shit Cle- scenario. Cleveland's pretty bad yeah. too. Well, it's only because Watson's out this year, right? I mean, otherwise they're not bad. It's just they got oh. no quarterback. So what do you do with no quarterback? Watson, if Watson was playing this year, you think the Browns are terrible? Get out of here! Come on. No, no, not terrible. I just don't think they're good. Uh, I mean, they're I, gonna build. They're gonna build around Watson. Watson didn't go to a a winning program. I mean, they haven't, they haven't done shit, dude. They, they haven't, but I mean, they've got talent on the roster more so than some of these other teams. I mean, I, with Watson at, at under center, I mean, the team listen, is not listen. bad. I, like they've got, they've L- got, listen, tr- they got listen, tr- okay, go. When, when you talk about talent on the roster, right? Look at the new England Patriots for years would you consider what they had on that team, like, unbelievable talent? No. No, you, but you that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a franchise system, right, built around the greatest coach of all time and the greatest quarterback of all time. Right, that's what they right. had, and, and that's all they needed. I, I get it. I'm not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that's not the truth. I'm saying just because a team has quote-unquote potential talent doesn't mean that there's another team out there who's not better than them because they play harder. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I, I I I know where you're going with this. I'm just saying you need two things, right? Number one, you need talent on the roster. If you don't have talent on the roster, I don't care how hard you play, how much grit you've got, you know what kind of system you put in place, you are going to be handcuffed by the fact that you're not going to be able to beat the better talented teams. It's just not going to happen, right? And I, that's what I'm driving at. So you need talent on the roster. And then you need a system that works for everybody, for, from the GM to the coach to the assistant coaches to the players. I, you, you need all the rest of it. But, I mean, without the talent, good luck. I mean, you, you could have a, a team that coached great, has great talent, staff, has a great philosophy, you know, great play callers, but all of a sudden their, their players are just not great. And what are you going to do with that? It, you can't do anything. And so when I look at the Browns, yeah, Watson, Chubb, Cooper, uh, Peoples-Jones, uh, Najaku uh, their linemen are Wills, Dunn. Uh, po- I, how do you pronounce his name? There's center there, he, he's okay. Posick, um, and then Wyatt Teller, Jay Conklin uh, on the other side. Then on defense, Miles Garrett, uh, Jada- Jadavion Clowney, although he's at the back end of it. Um, uh, Anthony Walker Jr., Denzel Ward, uh, Greg Newsome II, Joe John Johnson III, who they took from the Rams two years ago. I mean, th- those are players. There's players there. Okay. Okay. I I respect. I respectfully disagree.
1: Uh,
0: that's fine. And you're you're allowed to. That's the beauty about America. Well, I mean, I mean the beauty about old America. But uh, you you can have different opinions. Um, Oh Jesus! Can uh, we go a podcast without the political? I I I, I, it was one. It was one. I'm just saying that that's the beauty. You had to get that in. You had to get. I'm just saying. That's that's just just what America is. Oh, I mean old America. That's old all <laughs> America Americans saying. You, you know, joke. People, that's, that's, that's pretty biting America. That's pretty I, I'm Biden not dropping America. names. I'm just saying that, you know, you were allowed to express your opinions a little bit more uh, prior to the 2016 election. And it has gotten ugly and uglier since. But yes, no. That, I'm sorry. We're done. And all the rest of the commentary is out. I didn't even mean to throw it in there. I should have done it, but uh, <laughs> all right, done and done. Uh, so anyway, let, let's just wrap up here. We got a couple of minutes left. Uh, you know, thoughts on you know how the drafts are panning out, trends that you see, things that have caught your eye. Um, you know, I'll let you kick it off. Otherwise, I can. Doesn't matter to me. So it's it's very very clear that. Uh, there's a, a ton of wide receiver depth in the middle rounds. The the running back room draft room it clears out real quick. Yes, real real for quick. sure. Running backs are thin. And I was I was surprised that quarterbacks other than Josh Allen, uh, you're actually getting very good value on most of the quarterbacks because every draft I'm in is got to get running backs, got to get running backs, got to get running backs. Um, I was See, shocked. I'm, I'm, I'm a little shocked. That's weird because that's something I actually would have argued the other way. I, I have seen people gas on, wide, on quarterbacks this year because I've basically been trying to sit on my hands and not take a quarterback because I want to get Value at the other positions to kind of fill out my roster, and get. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. I'm I'm saying you everybody's getting good value on quarterbacks because they're all gassing on them. So you're getting them at, at later rounds. No, no, I'm seeing it the other way. Like, I, I, the the drafts I've been in, I've been sitting there, and I'm like, wow, they're going quarterback already? Like, Josh Allen, sure, Mahomes is going to go next. Okay. And then right after that, it's like, Herbert, Burrow, right in a row. And it's kind of like, whoa, what's going on? Like, there, there's a run on quarterbacks right now? Like, h- how is I I tried that last night. I tried to do that. I wanted somebody, after I took Allen, I wanted somebody to immediately go, and take Mahomes, and then take Herbert. I was trying to start that because then that leaves me the opportunity to take advantage of the players they miss. Sure, right? Because you'd love to be on the front end of the trend rather than the back end, and that definitely applies right. when you're doing IDP. Because I, IDP, once once the you want to be the first one to get the the defensive player because once they go, they just fly off the board. But so I, I don't. Is that how it really played out? I mean, I'll have to pull it up here. Let's do the, the draft recap, but. I thought that when the quarterbacks started to go, they started to go. And I mean, you picked you picked whatever early. You, I mean, you picked uh, you picked him third round, right? Yeah, um, uh, second. No, 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 no. The end of round two. Oh, the end of round two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was your second yeah. round pick. So you went Allen round two. That was really aggressive, right? I, I mean, at least I thought. I mean, I get it though. But then after him, then went Herbert round three, and then when Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray round four. Uh, oh, oh, hold on. Uh, we're missing a quarterback, right? He missed, because you missed Mahomes. Uh, where did Mahomes go? Oh, Mah- Mahomes went, went two after he you. went second round. He went second round too. Yeah. But so, what, what are I, you talking what about? I'm saying, what I'm saying to you is, you're still getting unbelievable value at getting uh, uh, Lamar Jackson in round four. You're getting great value on getting. Uh, where, where did Burrow go? Uh Burrow went uh, four was a huge quarterback round. It was Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray. After that went Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, right. Like but but we're not talking picks though, like pick number uh uh 46. Tom Brady in the sixth round. That was like, the best that was the best quarterback value I thought. Yeah, that's it's it, incredible. You could say the same about Jalen Hurts if you're on the Jalen Hurts bandwagon this I year. I was so mad because I took Josh Allen, and then two rounds later, I looked at my own rankings and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm such an idiot! I was trying, I was gonna wait for Jalen Hurts, and I fucking forgot, and I went with Josh Allen."
1: Yeah, I well, like I thought
0: Hurts for sure was gonna go to Walsh because I thought Walsh had AJ Brown and he was gonna try to double dip, and he didn't. he did not do that. And so he ended up going to Chris Ducey instead. But what I mean is, is like you getting those guys at a reasonable, at at pick 30 or 36 or 38 for what's going to be your number one scorer is good because you've got the opportunity to take three other picks first or two other picks first. Like Allen and Mahomes are always going to go round two. In In some leagues, they're going round one especially super flex leagues. So, I was just, do you, do you know, yeah, I'm just saying I was surprised that at the end of round four, all the heavy hitter quarterbacks that I really liked were all gone. You know, I mean, I mean, Brady was out there, you know, and same with Hurts. But, I mean, you know, I, I like, I loved uh, Herbert. He was gone. Uh 30. I love, Loved. loved Allen was gone, Mahomes gone, you know, I loved Burrow, Burrow was gone. Like all round 4, all the guys that I would eye and like, they were all gone. So, um I guess you just see it different ways. I, you you think they're good value, they're going round 3 and round 4, and I was just surprised because I thought that people would try to fill in their rosters a little bit more uh and not leave themselves kind of high and dry, but um, you know, I thought they were going to hammer the quarterbacks in round 3. That's where I fucked up. Oh, I yeah, thought no. they were just going to get scooped. And so starting the trend at the end of round two, pick 22 or 24, or whatever, 23, whatever it is, You, I was trying to get the trend to start, and it didn't start for a whole other round. So I missed a solid round of, of picking when I probably could have wound up with a Josh Allen or a Patrick Mahomes at worst like I did last year. Yeah. Uh, you know, I get it. I, I'm, I, I can see what you're saying uh, I, I definitely I just thought that people were going to try to fill in their rosters a little bit more with the skill position players, especially running backs that had high uh, that have high injury factors but instead you know people really liked the points they could get with you know your Jacksons Murrays uh, burrow you know I, I just uh, I was surprised uh, but I, I, I and it scared me toward the end because then early, we had two teams draft backup quarterbacks, and I hadn't drafted any of mine yet. And so yeah. when that happened, that really scared me because I was like, wow, the, the the two top guys left were Stafford and Cousins, and that's what I was stuck with. And I had Allen Robinson, so I ended up grabbing Stafford, and I grabbed him in round 10. Uh, I didn't necessarily really want to do it there. I wanted to wait another couple rounds, but when they started grabbing backup quarterbacks, I was like, damn it. Everybody grabs a backup quarterback. I'm going to have nothing under center. So you, you, you sit on not drafting a quarterback and you play with fire a little bit toward the end. And then you're almost forced to at, grab one. Looking at all these draft picks. I, I don't see where I would have really changed it Cause it's, it's all personal. It's who you really like after like round four, it's like, who do I really like? Who do I think is going to be really good? Well, okay, so sure. And, and to that end, tell me what you think about this because this is one of the things I've been watching is that all of like the rookies, running backs, and wide, specifically the, the wide receivers, where people usually like to grab them because of potential, all the rest of it, they're young, you, you haven't seen them before. I, those players have kind of been slipping a little bit with the exception of Damon Pierce. Round six for Damian Pierce is actually not what his ADP... His ADP now is, like, in round four. So getting Damian Pierce in round six is pretty good. But this is an IDP draft, so it's a little different. Um, but, you know, like, the pick in Yeah, are yeah, slipping for ta- sure. Talking about Romeo Dubs. Well, people talked about Romeo Dubs for two weeks straight. Uh, he didn't even get drafted in our league. No. Uh, Chris Olave no, I, went I, late. Uh, Traylon Burks yeah. went late. Yeah, because... There is, it's because wide receivers is deep, right? So, so they can be your last picks. They can be later. You're your, because people are, aren't willing to risk uh, a Chris Olave pick in round eight when you can have a Devontae Smith or a George Kittle or a, a, a Hunter Rentra or even a Kareem Hunt. Yeah, I, I, for sure. I just uh, people usually like grabbing the the rookies with with potential that you haven't seen. People just get attached to rookies. I I, I know because I, I, you know, there's no Jefferson this year. There's there's no Jamar Chase this year. There uh, isn't. No, I, I mean I guess who's the well take Damian Pierce out of it because he's just on a rocket ship right now. Jam Jamison Williams is is the number one guy, but he's he's well he's not going to play for a while, right? Right. I mean, who's the He's first? That, yeah. The first rookies, Brees Hall. No, it's it's J- Jameson. Jameson Williams was the first one drafted. No, Jameson in our draft. Well, no, no, I'm saying like. Oh, in in fantasy draft. Fantasy uh, drafts historically the past three weeks, I'd say before the Pierce. No, Pierce. Pierce. I, I know, but take him out of it. Uh, it Brees Hall was oh, like the number Bruce one rookie, Hall. right? Or or Drake London, one or the other. Oh, Drake London, yeah, Drake London too. Those would have been the one and two, right? And and even Drake London's kind of fallen a little bit. I thought he would have went much earlier than he did. Well, he got hurt. Well, I, yeah, but it was like it's not a big injury, you know. It was no, just... I mean, but he got hurt. He missed some practice, and it's like you never like to see a rookie get hurt in the preseason. You know what I mean? Like it's. It just doesn't show signs of uh, a strength and stability. Yeah, he just went. He went round six. He is, if he's healthy, the wide receiver one for Atlanta. And before no, it's not. Kyle Pitts is the wide receiver well, one. Yeah, I mean he's tight end. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. The, the first passing option, but he's you know wide receiver one, not tight end one. Um, but before him in this draft, you know, granted, uh, you know individual owners vary from league to league, but Juju went, Michael Thomas went before him, Bateman went before him, Jerry Judy went before him, uh, God, well, yeah, Godwin for sure. Uh, I, I drafted Allen Robinson before Drake London, Jalen Waddell. Um, so, I mean, Drake London, who I, I thought had a lot of juice earlier, uh, you know, it seemed to, feels to me like he slipped a little bit. Uh, I don't know. It, it's, it's also, you're also saying, oh, okay, well, I love Drake London, uh, uh, and, you know, what's even better is that Marcus Mariota is throwing him passes. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, he's not He has no not quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, well, but, I mean, take Christian Kirk. He does have a quarterback throwing him, and he slipped around seven. Yeah, because he's Christian Kirk. He still needs to prove it. Yeah, he just, he's burnt so many people over the past three years. Nobody can really get behind him. Yeah, because he has the talent. He just... He just wasn't in the right system, I guess. But still, like, who likes? Oh man, who likes banking on a, a Jacksonville play? It's <laughs> so shitty. <laughs> it's it's just it, it is a shitty franchise, and it's tough to get in bed there. I, especially because you have it. Well, James Robinson was okay. Um, who else am I forgetting? I, I mean, uh, Alan yeah, Robinson okay, a couple of years ago. Um, but, I mean, it's been a long time since you've had solid talent coming off of a Jacksonville squad. Yeah. You know, even in fantasy, where it's like it doesn't matter what the team is so long as you get points. But Jacksonville hasn't even had that yet either. So, uh, all right. Well, let, let's punch out for now. And then we will uh, start up with our gambling podcast next week as we have week one. Uh, just looking down the barrel of the gun right now, even though, you know, I guess uh, in 2020, you can't really use that analogy, but I just did. So uh, we will start up our weekly gambling podcast. Uh, we'll give you all of our uh, teasers and our bets, and we'll start our, our fantasy drafting contest where I got smoked last year. Chris did great in the beginning and then wrapped up. Where are you where you got to your high, right? I mean, you think you wrapped up around? Oh uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was well over three thousand. Yeah, from the initial uh, thousand that we start with. So, um, and we will begin that next week, uh, looking to do that. I guess uh, maybe Thursday, maybe Wednesday, because the the league starts on Thursday. So we'll have to uh, plan out, figure out what's uh, in the schedule, and then we will uh, throw it up there. So, uh, till then, Chris, enjoy yourself. I will talk to you this weekend for sure. Enjoy the holiday. Adios. Adios. Okay. And that's all you got from Chris, and that's all you got from me. Peace. We'll see you later.